Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Not only are we not alone as Christ followers, but I have the peace of God. The peace of God. Sometimes in our lives we think things are out of control. They're not. God gives us peace. It's a peace. Jesus says it's a peace that's different from the so-called peace of the world. Peace is possible. You may not think so in this chaotic world, but it is something you can take hold of today. But how is that possible? Keep listening as Pastor Mark shares today about the overwhelming and constant peace that's available when you give your life to Christ. You can know His grace that covers all sin, and you can bask in the love that's indescribable and soak in the peace. It's all connected to Jesus. Today, make the choice to give your cares to the Lord you won't regret it. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in John chapter 14 with today's edition of Lessons for Living. You know, I travel lots of miles every year all over the world doing lots of things with missions and stuff and whatever and taking trips to Israel and taking people to Turkey and whatever. And one of the things I say when I lead a group to a group of people that don't travel a lot is this. Now on this trip, we're going to enjoy the trip. It's going to be absolutely exciting. It's going to be incredible. But some things just won't go right. Get yourself ready. When those happen, don't become negative, don't become... See, when you go overseas, all kinds of things can happen. You say, well, if I stay home, everything's all right, perfect. Where do you live? No, it isn't. So I just say to people, you're either going to enjoy the trip, and you're going to see later you do that with the right attitude in your mind. See, if you look at life and expect life, now that you become a Christian, everything's going to be perfect, everything's going to fall in place, there's not going to be any difficulty, it's just going to work perfectly. What world are you, what are you drinking? That's not the world we live in. So when I take trips, I always say to people, it's going to be incredible, but get used to it. Quite often when we go like to India and, and, and rough places like that, China, I have to say to the ladies, now some of the potties are not going to have seats and you're going to have to, it's going to be very difficult on the quads and it's going to be exciting and, and whoa, whoa, just relax. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I have to say to some of the guys, rice again? Well, what country are you in? China. Oh, okay. 
So see, we kind of have weird ideas when we travel. Hello? And so I just love traveling with people who are positive. Now, if you go with me and you're negative, I just say to you, get the next bus back. And usually we're overseas, so have a good time trying to do that, figure out how to get home. You want to be positive, don't you? So if you have the spirit in you this morning, you got to be able to celebrate life. Good stuff always happens in the middle of stuff that isn't so good. Well, look at John 14, verse 18. I will not leave you as orphans. Jesus says to his disciples, I will come to you. Well, the word orphan, we know that meaning here in Vieira, in the United States. We know that typically that means someone without a mother or dad. Maybe you were an orphan, grew up in an orphanage. But in biblical times, it it really means this, a student without a teacher. In fact, Plato says that when Socrates died, his disciples said, thought that they would have to spend the rest of their lives forlorn as children bereft of a father, and they did not know what to do about it. Jesus says, I'm not abandoning you. You have God, the Holy Spirit, who will take my place, and thus you'll never be alone. Verse 26 tells us how that works. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So Jesus says, you're not going to be left alone. You're not left alone this morning. I have the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit, who lives in me and he lives in you to comfort us, to teach us, to enlighten us, to remind us of the word of God, to help us to pray and empower us to change our world. See, that's incredible. We're not orphans. Romans 8 tells us how that transpired in our lives. Romans eight fourteen. look at it. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, if you're a Christ follower, you've received God's spirit. When he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. Write this. CCFs, committed Christ followers, celebrate Because we are sons and daughters of God. Now, some of us weren't raised with a good earthly father. Some of you didn't even have a father. But you can't say that of God. God's an incredible heavenly father. The fourth song we sang this morning was Breakthrough. Some of you need a breakthrough. God, your father wants to give you that breakthrough. We have a God who loves us. We're his children. How awesome is that? Now, this uh, weekend is a different weekend for Linda and I. Our daughter, son-in-law, and granddaughter, who's two, Haley, came to visit us during the week. Well, daughter and son-in-law are on a cruise. Our home's been a little different the last few days. We're having flashbacks of 30-some years ago. And uh, we have little Haley. And uh, 
Grandma's doing good. Grandpa's doing good. The dog is not doing too good. <laughs> little Misu is jealous a little bit. And, of course, if Haley cries, Misu cries together. And we have this harmony going on through the house. It's amazing. Well, I was thinking that we're children of God. When I had little Haley with me and we were walking around the yard and we walked around the back and she's two, but she has this vocabulary. I don't know where she got it, not from my side of the family. And I took her out there the night and the the shuttle went off. And I showed her and I said, rocket. And she said, rocket. And she said, smoke, smoke. Next morning, I got up and put her on my lap and we opened the newspaper. And there today, newspaper was a picture of the, she went, Rocket and smoke. She's on my lap and we went out to see the fish and she says, Grandpa, take me for a walk? No, Grandpa isn't going to take you for a walk. Grandpa doesn't like you. Doesn't want to spend time with you. No, that's not what I said, is it? Because grandpas love their grandchildren. It gave me a picture again of how much God loves you. See, he loves you so much, he sent his son to die for you. You are sons and daughters of God. In Melbourne, in Vier, you're son and daughter of God. How awesome is that? Well, what does that bring me? Well, it brings me everything I need to do life, but it brings me something even more important. Look at verse 27. Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Now notice the, notice the distinction. I do not give to you as the world gives. In other words, the world has a peace, but it's not the same as God's. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Not only are we not alone as Christ followers, but I have the peace of God. The peace of God. Sometimes in our lives we think things are out of control. They're not. God gives us peace. It's a peace. Jesus says it's a peace that's different from the so-called peace of the world. One of the things Satan has done, he's deceived. Of course, he is a deceiver. He's deceived our world Hugely in this core understanding. Satan will say, especially to our young people, our students, our college students, young marrieds, he'll say this, if you want to enjoy life, you can't serve God, that will impede your enjoyment of life. If you want to enjoy life, life is only found by doing your thing. Later in life, you can invite God in, but not now. Life without God is where there's joy and fun. Doing it your way is what life's about. Well, that's not true. That's a huge lie. But we don't get it. But we got it this week. Jesus says, I give you a peace that the world doesn't give. If I could today get on a jet and fly to California, and if I had an opportunity, I don't, but if I did... I would take this one verse that we just read to a jail cell to a young lady who is known to all of us 
Her name is Paris Hilton. She has thought all her life she knew what life was about. She thought she had peace and joy. When you saw her from the news getting in that car after the judge said you must go back to jail, you saw her without any makeup, you saw her weeping, and you saw her crying for her mommy. That's the result of a life without the peace of God. Now, we don't make fun of that. We were all there one day. But students, young people, take a look at what you just saw. See, the world says fame, fortune, short dress, sexy stuff, sleeping with whoever, being on the headlines, multi-billion dollar uh, in the in the future for her as far as inheritance that's joy and peace no what we saw is really what the world gives no peace there is no peace outside of god and if you're a christ follower you have a peace that passes understanding. The world doesn't get it. We have it. That's why we're to be salt and light. Because, you know, God can send somebody right to her jail cell and say to her, I got good news for you. In the middle of this mess, I've got good news for you. You might say, Pastor Mark, I'm not Paris, but I think my life's out of control. I'm a Christian. Let me just assure you, your life is never out of control if you're serving Jesus Christ. God's in heaven in the center. You know, we hear this down here in the the Cape. Cape, Houston, control center, boom, back and forth. They're making sure everything's going right. The shuttle goes up. It's a beautiful thing. I want to tell you, God's on the control center, and your life is perfectly in order. Relax. Everything is going to turn out all right. You don't have to be fearful. You can be at peace. That's what Jesus said to him. You're going to have my my peace. So you want to write this down? CCF, celebrate because we live with peace and not fear. How you and I look at life is huge. Something I want you to write is very important. You ought to put this up at home, on the refrigerator, on your computer somewhere. Our outlook often determines our outcome. Our outlook often determines our outcome. How do you look at life? Remember I told you on the trip, you're going to head overseas, you expect everything to be perfect, stay home. But if you know that it's going to be great, but there's always going to be a few little things, plane's going to be late, that's going to happen, you're not going to get the seat you want, Some one meal is going to be, whatever. See, my outlook often determines my outcome. Winston Churchill said this, the optimist sees opportunity in every danger, the pessimist sees danger in every opportunity. Just exactly the opposite of what we should be. Well, what if this is where you lived? What would your outlook of life be? This is a village we went to in China and over the few weeks. In this village, they had a church in China. The church was not Buddhist. 
The church was not Hindu. The church was not Christian. In this church, they worshipped their ancestors. That was their worship. They need to know that that doesn't do any good. That there's a God. But as I went into this village, I mean, it was sad to see that for sure. Well, I watched a dad one day while we were there that afternoon showing his son how to fish. They don't go to the outside world. They're just there. And dad's fishing for minnows, little pieces of bread, and catching the minnows, and the son is putting it in the bottle. Later, they take the minnows and fish for real fish. And I watched the joy. Our outlook often determines our outcome. Do we value things more than people? See, this little village knew to enjoy life with what they were given. Sometimes we can't enjoy life because we have so much. But the Bible warns us life does not consist in the abundance of stuff. Well, when I sat down with the pastor of the underground church in China, one of the underground churches in Beijing, couldn't video him, couldn't go to his church, too dangerous. When I sat and talked with him that night, my wife talked with his wife. I was humbled. He was excited about life, even though he knew every step he took could be his last. He would be arrested, imprisoned. You see, he was committed, and he was, listen, he was celebrating the life that God gave him. One of the things that we don't do well is we're always looking for something in the future to bring celebration time today. Guys, today is a day to celebrate. You're alive, and God is good, and he's on his throne. And I was humbled. That lifestyle of celebration from this underground pastor was infectious to me. And I hope it's infectious to you in Melbourne and to you in Vieira. I hope that you see that. Well, look at verse 19. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. I want you to see if you can finish this statement. I read the back of the book or the Bible and you guys never read the Bible, do you? Here's what the statement is. I read the back of the book and we win. We win. See, Revelation says we win. You know, there's a basketball thing going on right now and we're not sure whether the Cavaliers are going to be able to come back and what all that's going to be in Houston We don't know the outcome, but I know the outcome today. We win. We have eternal life. So CCF celebrate because we win. We're going to live forever in heaven with Christ. I mean, how bad can it get? Because I am going to live in heaven forever because I have Christ living in me. Some of you here watching by the internet, in Vieira, as yet do not have Christ living in you. 
See, you, you don't have peace. Like Paris Hilton, Paris is empty and lonely and she's guilty and she's definitely afraid. Without Christ, that's who we are. With Christ, you're going to go to heaven. You're going to enjoy life now. Well, as we celebrate, one other thing has to take place in our life. We have to learn to connect to other people. We have to learn to connect to other people. God wants us to do something other than just around the world. That's hugely important. But first, we have to connect here in Melbourne and in Vieira. Take a look at this. This is our next C. Connect to others in personal Vibrant relationships. What does connect mean? It simply means a group of people who share common interests and are personally related with a goal of learning to do life on another. So we're here. One of the things that we're trying to do is I know I was created to connect with you. You were created to connect with me. We weren't created to do life alone. Not only with God, but with other people. The important thing is that we're doing things with people. Now, I just want to challenge you this morning because in your life, this connection, well, it has to be real. It has to be the place where you get connected. As I was sitting with Haley the other day, she loves trains. So here's Grandpa down on the floor, and she's got this little train of five little train pieces and the end of every one of those little pieces is a magnet, and they they hook together. So she can drag the train, and boom, 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 boom. It hooks together. And there's strength in that train. The caboose that has all the stuff that all the other cars can't go anywhere unless they're what? Unless they're connected together. So I watched her one day, and I, I didn't know what. I tried to put one of the cars. I put it on backwards, and the magnet, as you know, repels. And so I had to turn it the other. So I was teaching her some things. Well, I came in in the afternoon and here's, she's on the floor with something new and she's crying because she can't, I figure, what is wrong? And I looked down and Linda, my wife's very creative, I'm not, she took the shoebox, took the top off, turned it upside down and cut ends out of it. She has a tunnel that the train goes through now. You know, I could have brought home a $55 thing from the store. She'd be playing with the cardboard box. Kids are smart, you know what I mean? And here she is, and she can't get the train out of the end because it came unconnected. See, unconnected doesn't work. Connected works. Here's four ways, if you're going to be a growing Christian a growing follower of Christ, your life has to be involved in these four ways. Number one, number one is always the core, alone with God. The disciples watched Jesus spend time alone with God. You'll never grow in your life unless you spend time alone with God. It's hard to know what God's plans are for your life if you aren't staying connected to Him. It's hard to experience His joy and peace too. All the blessing God wants to give you comes from spending time in that relationship. Today, Pastor Mark reminded you of the importance of this connection to your Creator and why you need to prioritize it in your life today. 
There's so much to learn from Pastor Mark's current series, so be sure to join us again. In the meantime, we'd like to offer you a CD copy of today's message for your own archives or for you to share with friends and family. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on Order a Message at the top of the page. There you'll be asked for the mailing information and be sure to include today's date. Each CD costs $5 to cover materials and shipping. Again, to order your CD copy, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will remind you how important the connection with other believers is to your faith too. You can't get through this life completely isolated. We're built for relationships. Pastor Mark will encourage you to develop close and deep friendships that will help carry you through the good and the bad. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series, Live for God with Unlimited Potential. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a herd